following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. CM Punk takes a shot at AEW and AJ Styles is Jack now. That's right. You're listening to the next episode of Thoughts on Wrestling. My name is Paul Pascrillo and with me today I have the king of all things pizza, me, Tony Leitner. How are you guys? Paul, how you doing? Good. Um, I think our first podcast turned out well. I wish you would get more plays in that, but I'm working on that as we as we speak, so. When I put my mind to something, Tony, it's going to happen. So, <laughs> anyways, like when, uh, like like when you hired me at the movie theaters, you put your mind to it and you made it happen. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, what, what what's happened since the last time we had an episode? CM Punk was on SmackDown, NXT, Raw, so he's making the rounds. Uh, and well, we can just start with SmackDown. Um, <laughs> CM Punk finally dropped his pipe bomb, so to speak. And oh boy, he uh decided to take a chance, take a shot at uh AEW, right? Who uh, who wants to work with a guy who throws punches backstage? I thought that was. That was absolutely hilarious. That was hilarious. And what what was even more hilarious to me was when people were trying to they took the video and spun it online so it looked it sounded like nobody had a reaction to it. But right after CM Punk said that, the the crew the the crowd started chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. So obviously they knew what was going on. Um but yeah, that that was a that was a lot better than um when he showed up on raw because that was that was um that was uncensored punk is i i think is as uncensored as you're going to get him at this point um i just love how he's like you can't go backstage and punch people it's 2023 you just can't do that folks and i'm like oh my fucking god <laughs> i'm like okay here we go here we go right because some people, like people who only are diehard like WWE fans, are like, "Oh, he's talking about Kevin Owens punching Grayson Waller and Austin Theory." But then you get the fans who know more about like everything else, like, "Ah, no, no, he was taking a shot at AEW by also still making fun of the Kevin Owens situation." But that was, uh, I like that. I like that Triple H probably gave him free reign on that. It was like, all right, we're going to give you one or two free, free promos, I feel like. Maybe, like, air your grievances a little bit, you know, and just do it the right way. I like, personally, how on NXT, he uh, he mentioned how he's like, oh, but you and Britt made up. He's like, me and Triple H made up. Like, the fact that, yeah, that, he, was brought funny. that he brought that to light was like, all right. I like that. I respect. I respect that you're like, be like, hey, we made up. Anything's possible. Hell froze over. Yeah. And speaking of him being on NXT the night after SmackDown, um, he was, uh, he met up with the returning, uh, Cora Jade, and uh, the way that, first of all, the way that they had the pictures in, in uh, backstage that they that were put up online and put on CM Punk's Instagram was like. It kind of made my heart melt a little bit. I'm I'm just going to I'm going to say it. Um and you know, he he came in, she was trying to do a promo and he just comes into the shot and surprises her and says how how proud he is of her, how proud his wife is of her and you know, it it was it was one of those things where it's like okay, if you're really trying to play this up, 
it's working CM Punk because I'm believing that you really want to be back. You know, you want to know who doesn't believe him? Who? The visionary. He is a revolutionary. (laughs) He is our world heavyweight champion. Seth freaking Rollins. This is where I wish that, uh, yep. Music. He's, uh, <laughs> calm down, Tony. Calm down. Um, but yeah, so so moving into Raw, the two nights later, it you know CM Punk was was saying on SmackDown, he said it on NXT. You know, I'm gonna sign with one of these three brands. You know, obviously we knew where he was gonna sign, but you know, so uh, he signed on Raw. Um, he kind of did a little bit of a spiel on, on Raw as well. It wasn't anything like, you know, it wasn't anything like what happened on SmackDown with his pipe bomb, so to speak. But um, it was it was interesting to have Seth Rollins come out. And, I mean, he, he literally he laid it on there. Like, you could see, like, some of what he was saying was probably true. Because you know these guys, these wrestlers bring some of real life into their promos and everything, and it and it just makes it better in the long run. Um, but yeah, and it was. Go ahead. I was I was actually going to ask you about that promo. How do you feel like it was partially a work and partially a shoot? Because I mean, I saw recently a video someone asking Seth when he when he knew about punk being back and he said i knew when his music hit he's like i had heard he's like, there was rumors he's like but i knew officially when his music hit so my my that's what i was gonna ask was what did you think of seth's promo so first of all he's a lying son of a bitch <laughs> we know that because all the dirt sheets including sean ross were saying all these wrestlers that were in the in the the main event of Survivor Series um, knew about this, knew that CM Punk was coming out right after the match. So I can say some of this is a work. Um, I do think that some of this is um, some of this is truth because I mean, come on, he his his one of his best friends is Dean Ambrose. I'm not going to call him his AEW name because he's Dean Ambrose in my eyes. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's some truth to that, but see, you know, I, I keep thinking about this, Tony, and it's for me, I, I personally think that what's happening is, is a, is WWE saw that AEW got Will Osprey and we're like, well, this sucks because we really wanted to have this match with him and Seth Rollins. We all know that everybody wants to see that match. It's going to happen at some point. Um, hopefully it'll happen at some point, I should say. But, you know, they they had this opportunity to get CM Punk. And if you remember back when Fox had that show, I can't remember what it was that it was called. Um but Fox brought in CM Punk to be on the team and Seth Rollins right there said, I, 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 I would beat you in a match. So they had already set this up years ago. Now it's just, you know, it's reality because now CM Punk is actually back in the WWE and not just on a show employed by Fox. So um, I think it's about, It's more than half is a work. Um, I think I'm going to follow around like 70, 30. 70% of it was a work. 30% of it is a shoot. Just because to me it makes sense that, you know, yes, there is some reality to your hatred because you were treating his, his friend like shit over in AEW. But on the flip side of it, it's what's best for business. And guess what? 
Seth Rollins is going to make money. CM Punk's going to win, make money. WWE is going to make money. Other wrestlers are going to make money because of this. So why wouldn't you want that? Now, that leads me to say this. It will be interesting to see if Seth Rollins doesn't sign with WWE, him and his wife, um, because their contracts are up sometime in the summertime next year. If he doesn't re-sign, it's probably because he CM Punk's there. Um, that's just my thought process, because there's no reason for him to leave all that money on the table from WWE, and we all know that he's going to get millions. Um, no, I, I, I do agree that his contract situation is interesting. It's a lot, so it's very similar, I feel like, to Drew's, because apparently Drew also hasn't re-signed. Um, so I think, I think going into 2024, WWE has the potential to do a lot with these title pictures and like these storylines and seeing what they can produce out of it. Like at day one or New Year's, yeah, I think New Year's day one is, uh, the first Raw. We're going to get Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. So that right there is going to be very interesting because you always have Judgment Day looming, led by R-Truth. Um, you know, what? what's CM Punk's first, what's his first feud going to be? What's his first, like, storyline? I'm interested. I want to see where they're going to go with that. Like, you know, like, is he... is. Do you do you even maybe put him up against Gunther? So then you have the Intercontinental title versus the World Heavyweight Championship, if that's the case. I mean, and then that way you put Gunther in the Royal Rumble. I mean, have him, like, I don't know, there's so much, so much to do. Like, is Punk going to win the Rumble now? Like, you know? You know, you, you know there, there's a lot of possibilities there. I mean, um what was he going to say? So, I mean, that obviously jumps into like, you know, Seth does his promo and then, you know, obviously CM Punk's like, this is the only time that you're going to talk to me like this. Um, Oh, by the way, Adam Pierce, come over here. I'm entering the Royal rumble. And then by the way, when I win the Royal rumble, I'm going to challenge, probably challenge for your title basically. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I was kind of hoping I'm and I'm just being honest here. I was kind of hoping that it would be CM Punk versus Seth Rollins without a title on the line. I don't think they need to have a title on the line for this. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter to me, honestly. Um, it seems like, well, first of all, we know that CM Punk, his first match back in the WWE is going to be against... Um, Dirty Dom at Madison Square Garden. It's a live show, so it's not going to be on TV. I'm kind of hoping that it might be on Peacock, but I know I, I I'm not getting my hopes up for that. Um, as far as him winning the Royal Rumble, it's it's a little it's interesting because. If you remember, like right after the Royal Rumble is the Elimination Chamber, which is going to be in Australia. Um, right. So my my only issue is I don't know if the crowd is going to want Cody to win the Rumble again because like the wrong place, like crowds crowds are weird. You know what I mean, like. Remember in 2015, they booed the living, ever-living shit out of Roman. Like, they treated him like he was the most disgusting person in the world. That Like, just pure hatred towards him in, in Philly, you mm -hmm. know? So, I mean, I don't know how Tampa is. You know, Tampa might be very welcoming to Cody. But at the same time, if, they, if he wins it back-to-back -back years then they might seem the fans might become fickle. And I think that that could be dangerous for 
his momentum in a sense. So like, there's you have all these different possibilities now with people en- entering the rumble and like, who's gonna be in it? Like a star-studded mm-hmm. event. I feel like, in one sense, the most obvious way to start the rumble is you have Jimmy in at number one and Jay at two. I feel like that right there just screams money. Because then it sets up, uh, it sets up the their WrestleMania match potentially. Um, you have the option of with uh, Sammy being out, you could have Drew coming at number one and Sammy come out at two. You know, like he's back and like, or honestly, I'd rather though have Drew like in the middle of the match. Having like a thing going, like having momentum, like no one can stop him, and then Sammy's music hits. Here comes the returning Sammy saying, "We haven't seen Sammy since since he he was taken out by that man Drew McIntyre." And you know you're gonna get some crazy pop from Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Ah, uh, you know, what do you mm-hmm. what? How would you book the Rumble from each of the GM's perspectives? That's what I'm curious. If, you, if you're if you in creative and you're writing it for Raw in one sense and then for SmackDown in another sense, how would you do it with all these stars that are returning, especially guys like Big Big Jack AJ? Um, so I, I would say... Um, I mean, getting back to the whole subject of Stephen Punk, um, I would say, as it re- pertains to the Rumble, I think he will win the Rumble. Um, the men's side of the Rumble, obviously. Um, but I think what's going to end up happening, honestly, is... And you you can start to see that they're trying to set something up, at least from the Bloodlines perspective of having Solo be the next tribal chief and whatever, however that's going to affect things and what, whatnot. Um, because I think they may actually have Roman lose at this WrestleMania. To get to your point, because what you had first said was, you know, Cody winning again. I think people would be fine with Cody winning the Royal Rumble again as long as he wins at WrestleMania. If he doesn't win at WrestleMania this time and beat Roman Reigns, I'm just going to be honest with you. People are going to throw a fit. I'm going to be one of those people that throws a fit because I'm sick and tired of Roman Reigns losing, especially if he loses when somebody interferes because it's just getting so fucking old and I'm getting sick of it. Um, There will be riots in Philly. Oh, yeah. That crowd is going to be hostile at night if they don't get what they want. Definitely. I've, I've heard... I, I've heard rumors of them wanting to do an I quit match between Cody and Roman at Mania. Uh, I don't think that would be, I don't think that's necessary, honestly. What I, what I see honestly happening going up through to the WrestleMania is Cody loses the Royal Rumble, wins the an elimination chamber where he's one of the five, four or five men. I can't remember. I think it's five men. Um, or it might be six. I have no idea anymore. Um, anyways, that wins the Elimination Chamber, and whoever wins that that particular match in the Elimination Chamber faces Roman Reigns at uh, WrestleMania. I think he's going to win that, and I think he's going to win the championship this time. Because, yes, there will be fucking riots in the street. Um, as far as um, how these these uh, the Royal Rumble is going to be done, at least from the men's side... Uh, you're going to definitely see LA Knight, I think, unless something special comes up to where he's and it doesn't look like that's the way it is, but um I I personally would like to see and let me let me just put it down for you like this. The final speaking of the Royal Rumble, the final four of the Royal Rumble, I want it to be LA Knight, I want it to be CM Punk, I want it to be Cody Rhodes and you know, I mean, throw Gunther in there, why not? I, I think that would be an awesome match, honestly. Um, so that's that's where I, I think the final four, the, the Royal Rumble, will come down to. Um, CM Punk will win. Uh, I think there's going to be some surprises on the mid side. I, I kind of 
hope that they bring back Zack Ryder. Or should I say Matt Cardona? Because obviously at this point it makes sense just to bring him in for the Royal Rumble. Um, I can see, I mean, I could see maybe one or two other surprises as well. Um, maybe even, um, what's his name coming back? Um, uh, Braun Strowman. I could see Braun Strowman coming back at the Royal Rumble. You want to know who I'm putting my eggs in a basket for a surprise return? Who's that? The, the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shanamak. They did sign a deal with him for t-shirts, so they that did. is a possibility. And you know that man probably stays in ridiculously good shape. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a one-off. Like, Could you imagine like Gunther in the ring and then all of a sudden Ken Shamrock's music hits? Tampa Bay, the Tropicana Dome would explode. That place would go wild. They'd be like, wow. Is this the Rays with the Rays winning the World Series? Like, no. This is what a return, a perfectly well planned return for WWE is like in the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I think that's from, I think from our side or from from the men's side, from CM Punk and Cody Rhodes and all that. I think that's how it's all going to shake out. Speaking of LA Knight, and I kind of tease this at the beginning in case you guys haven't seen the SmackDown that happened a couple days ago, but Styles comes back. AJ Styles comes back. And dude is like jacked. Jacked. Like I'm I'm looking at this dude going. The hell did you do while you were gone? Like, were you lifting like tire, like these huge tires or something? Like, holy shit. Like Dude comes back, beats the crap out of the bloodline, and then lays out L.A. Knight with a clothesline. So I'm, like, sitting here going, okay, so we're going to have A.J. Styles versus L.A. Knight coming up, probably at the Royal Rumble. So that'll probably end up ha happening. Um, which, to be honest with you, I, I would like to see L.A. Knight go through some high-profile people just to keep his – um, status where it is because it's going to fall off if they don't. Um, what else? Um, I think, I think that at the rumble, we're going to see the seeds plant. Well, I mean, the seeds already been planted. We're going to get LA Knight versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Because I, would agree I with that. saw, I saw a TikTok where Logan Paul was trying to pawn off the U.S. championship, and he had name-dropped L.A. Knight in the promo that he was, like, cutting while he was doing it. So that right there is just beginning the planting the seeds of going through it. So I think at the Rumble... <clears throat> sorry. I think at the Rumble we're going to see the beginning of the L.A. Knight, Logan Paul feud. I can see him costing L.A. Knight the the Rumble in some way like he did last year with Seth Rollins. So, and that, that right there set up their feud and their matchup. So I can see that happening. But I would definitely, like you said, I'd like to see L.A. Knight like, go through a couple high-profile people in that match. Really, I was gonna. I was gonna. The next thing I was gonna ask is, who do you think would be your Iron Man of the Rumble? Like every year, there's that one person who like just goes all out in the match. Like last year, it was Gunther, you know, entering at one and setting the record for longest time in the Rumble. So, I mean, who do you think? Who would you pick as this year's uh, Iron Man? Um, I think it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be if LA Knight is in, in the, the Royal Rumble and I, I would, I could see him being the Iron Man again. They want to try to keep him in a high status. Um, but if it is an LA Knight, I, it's probably going to be Cody Rhodes, to be honest with you. Let, let's just be honest. I think he's going to be number one. I see Cody, I, I see Cody being at number one. I see CM Punk being at 30. Um, 
I don't know if that's going to be going to happen that way, but that's the way I'm seeing it, or I think it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 but I, I think Cody will come out as like the Iron Man. I'd like to see, um, Solo as the Iron Man. I feel like, I feel like that would definitely propel him because I could see in like the chamber them having Solo in there in there to like protect Roman or whatever, protect like the best investments of the bloodline. And they'll tell him like, oh, make sure that you know you don't go to I because I, I think by WrestleMania Roman's walking in with no help from the bloodline. I think that he's going to be completely on his own, and I think that's going to be the downfall of everything. I think that'll be the night that our tribal chief goes away after for a while. And I, I think he should take all the way off until next Rumble, 2025 Rumble, have the, chief, have the tribal chief come back. Because then the pop that he would get, right now we're acknowledging at my mm-hmm. house. Yeah, I mean, I, I, could, I could honestly see, like... Um... I could see Roman losing the title of WrestleMania. Um, I don't think he goes away just yet. I think that you're going to see him at SummerSlam again. Uh, It probably won't be against Cody Rhodes. It'll actually probably be against CM Punk because they're going to want to get their bang for their their buck, so to speak. And, you know, there's been rumors that he's going to face Roman Reigns after he faced Seth Rollins. So, um I think that's what's going to happen. But then, yes, he should go away for a little bit and just not show up until, you know, he, well, until he can, he can get a pop for it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, so, and then, you know, what else happened? So Charlotte flares out for nine months again. Um, yeah. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say again. <laughs> We 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 circled. We went from we went from one topic to like just all over the map. <laughs> Going from all the way from talking punk all the way into the rumble and the next year and everything. I I saw that sucks to see Charlotte go down. Um, and it's interesting with the timing that happened because I saw something on the internet that said. AEW is not trying to pursue Mercedes Monet anymore. So now I'm wondering with Charlotte being out, did Papa H go and make a move? So you're did reading he... my mind. You, you got to stop doing that, Tony. That, that's, that's not good. I'm Professor Pizza. <laughs> so um, I was, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. So, Charlotte Flair being out because she was injured. Um, she'll be out for nine months. Um, I do think that the possibility of Sasha Banks coming back, it's not Mercedes money. It's, it's Sasha Banks. Let's just face facts. Okay. Um, the possibility Michael has Cole, gone up. Michael Cole is going to cream himself to death when the first time he can say it's boss time, by the way. Probably, but um, I think because she went out, the possibility of her coming back went up. Now, I'm not saying that WWE should be paying this extravagant amount of money that Sean Ross keeps hinting that, um, well, her name right now is Mercedes Money, wants to wrestle. Um because I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's for me, and and I've I, this is it's perfect now that I have this wrestling podcast because now I can talk about this. The one thing that pissed me off about, and I'm gonna go into a tangent. I'm warning you right now, Tony. Um, the one thing that pissed me off when her and Naomi walked out was if you or me walked out of a job. If we walked out of a job, we're not gonna be able to go back to that place. In normal life, you don't are you are not going back to that place that you worked at. Don't get me wrong. I don't know what happened backstage. I don't know what the context was. There's rumors. 
there's one side says this, one side says this. Um, but for me, it's it's more or less if she's gonna cost you a lot of money, and you just really want her for, you know, a year. Do you go out and spend money on Mercedes money? Also, it, did a is AEW really? not bringing her in or is AEW have different plans for her because yes the plans have supposedly changed but um that doesn't mean that she's coming back in you know i, I don't know i, I mean it, it would be a great surprise at the royal rumble if it's a one-time thing i don't care about that you know what i mean like go ahead throw her in the royal rumble if you want um Personally, I would rather like to see Jade Cargill um, come in at the Royal Rumble and just knock it out of the park and it be more on her. And by the way, if you're going to bring her back in, that's the match that you want to have is her and Jade go at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I'm Yes, because Charlotte's injured, but... There's all these women wrestlers we have now. So do you really need it? No. If it's a lot of money, do you bring her in? No. Um, so I guess my answer to that is no. But if you bring her in, I'm not going to complain about it. Right, right. I, I, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I wouldn't be upset if she came back. But I wouldn't be upset if she didn't come back either. You know, like, I'm not, like, putting all my eggs in the best going, oh, my God, they said that she might not be signing with AEW. Oh, my God, please, 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 WWE, please go out and sign her. Like, I mean, it'd be cool. I think that Triple H is all about amending wrongs on whoever side it may be. So I think that, you know, like, like you said, the timing of Charlotte, Charlotte Flair going out, I think that may increase the possibility. Was there always a possibility of him sign of trying to reconcile and sign her? I 100% believe that because he knows what's best. Like Sasha Banks is one of his talents, his homegrown like babies, you know? So I think for him, he would like to have that, back especially now you could do even more stuff within the women's division later on say she comes back later on down the road we get the four horse women reunion you know we get you know what if we get like a hugging bailey return like the boston hug connection because i think we're gonna we're gonna see damage control turn on bailey sooner than later Mm -hmm. and I could see it at like the Rumble, her getting like three on one or something, and all of a sudden, Sasha Banks' music hits. Whew. Sheesh. That place is going to explode for her. You know? Or- I mean, it, I mean, I, I, I think, I do think that they're kind of hinting at something because it was seeming like. Bailey was going to be, you know, turned on by damage control. So, you know, if that is where it's going, it would make sense to have Sasha Banks return, join with Bailey, and, you know, this battle goes on between the Kabuki Warriors and and them. They win the they win the tag team titles again, you know, blah blah blah. Um but yeah, I mean, again, it, it's not—it's not like this big thing that I'm like, oh yeah, we have to do this. The one thing that I will say, though, speaking of the women's division, is I'm really, really, really hoping because Triple H has brought in a lot of women. There's a lot of NXT women that are still, you know, out there. I, I'm, I'm really hoping two things happen. Number one. We get another evolution pay-per-view. And number two, they do a mid-level 
Mid-level. Does mid-level? Yeah, yeah, I would say mid-level championship title belt for the women. Um, just because I, I think at this point you have so many fucking women that it just makes sense to have like I, I shouldn't say middle title. I should say kind of like a, like a cruiserweight women's title, but not a cruiserweight title, if that makes sense. Um, so I'd like, like to see inter- them do like that. women's intercontinental championship. Something like that. I mean, you, you don't necessarily have to make it the like it doesn't have to be a men's title. You make something. No, 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 like, not not necessarily like the intercontinental championship, but something similar, like a second, like a second tier championship. Something aside from the the world heavyweight, the women's world heavyweight championship, and the women's tag team championship. Something that like someone that you can create other feuds with, more storylines with. Right. Um. I I think that's the direction they're going in. It's there, There's big indications that that's where it's going in because you have so many women. It, it just makes sense that you would do that. I don't know if that'll happen. I mean, NXT is basically the whole – is mostly women's matches anyways. And, by the way, I love that because that's what WWE and all these other wrestling organizations should be doing. So I, I love having – um, all these women matches that are good, I should say good women's matches. Um, but it, it just seems like that's where Triple H is leaning. And there was a rumor that they were going to do the this pay-per-view again. And it went away because Vince probably put the kibosh on it. But now that Triple H is back in charge, I really hope that becomes part of the schedule next year. So. Personally, I would like to see certain pay-per-views come back as well um i'd like to see things like king of the ring come back it you know uh, that was supposed to come back actually was it yeah so it was if you remember it was supposed to come back and then it, it was supposed to be at um it was supposed to be in saudi arabia and then they changed it to i think night of champions and i was like are you fucking kidding me right now like Dude, like, can we, can we, can we not do this, Vince? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, um, yes, I definitely want to see King of the Ring back, and it, and it needs to be a pay per view. It can't be this bullshit little tournament, and then they win a, a prize. The King of the Ring. If you were King of the Ring, you got to face the champion. That was right. part of it. Well. I mean, that's what you would think, like, it would be. But, I mean, look at how many times they fumbled, uh... How many times they fumbled the King of the Ring? I mean, they really... I mean, they didn't fumble, but it was more or less like... I mean, I guess, like, with Xavier Woods and um, Selena Vega, they definitely fumbled that because they didn't really... It was there for maybe a month or two, and then that gimmick went away. And it was like, why did you even do this if it, number one, doesn't mean anything, and number two, you're just, like, sitting there looking at it going, so what What did this, why did this matter? Why winning uh, King of the Ring or Queen of the Ring, why does that mean anything? What do I get from that? And if you're not getting a championship uh, title shot, there's there's no point to it. There's just there's no fucking point to it, honestly. Like it, it should make you the number one contender for whatever title you want to go after, which okay, let's say you're on the Raw brand, you're going to face the world champion. If you're on SmackDown, you're going to face the the Universal WWE champion. Um so that would make sense to me. But you know, Vince fumbled that a lot so hopefully triple h can bring that back because i would love to see that um the one thing that i forgot that we needed to talk about when we were talking about cm punk and i think this is probably a good spot to make the final topic of the night um i don't know if you heard this tony but apparently cm punk opened the door for warner brothers or i'm sorry Warner Media Discovery and 
WWE to start talking again about having Raw on their on one of their networks. Ooh. Oh, you didn't hear that, did you? I did not. That is interesting. Yeah, so it's for me, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, I would uh, look for me, like, what I would like to see is raw. If it's not going to be on USA, it should be on TNT. That's just me. Um, if, if, um, and I don't want it on FX. I certainly don't want it on Amazon Prime because Amazon Prime is terrible. And I don't want to go buy another fucking service just to watch Raw. I won't. Um, and if Disney's just going to bury um, Raw on FX, just put it on, just let Warner Brothers, Warner Media Discovery take it and let them put it on TNT. Um, there is a thought in the AEW locker room that they may lose the TV rights with Warner Media Discovery um that would over be this. that would be some oh my god tony khan would have a fucking conniption fit and a half like you you see the way he rants and raves on on x <laughs> uh but like, like he just like goes absolutely berserk when WWE does anything that like counters him. Like what do you what what was the um when they when they went on on live on uh with Dynamite on a Tuesday and WWE's like um Tuesday's NXT night okay so we're gonna bring out John Cena even though he never showed up because he no one sees him. Uh, the Undertaker, like, and he's he's sitting there on on X and Twitter and fucking having a conniption face, screaming and bitching, complaining how it's not fair and they're disrespectful. All this stuff, I'm like, bro, stop! You're a fucking billionaires. Stop being a little bitch. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, he's. So here's the thing. I, I think I think he knows that they're talking to WWE because obviously not just because of social media, um, but I'm sure they've talked to him and said, hey, just so you know, we're trying to get the rights to Raw. Um, you can't say shit about this because, you know, if we can get it, we're going to get it. Um, so... And, and personally, I think that they will try to get it because the whole reason for Collision on Saturdays was because of CM Punk. So with CM Punk being on Raw, it, they're going to want CM Punk. So um, you're probably going to see see it on TNT. I see this happening. I I don't. I honestly don't see because. Listen, and again, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Turner Sports because I think it is still called Turner Sports, even though it's under Warner Media Discovery. Um, Turner Sports wants to have, they want to have more sports stuff, so they're not gonna drop AEW. Could they drop AEW? Of course they could. They could drop it in a dime if they wanted to. They're not gonna drop it. It's their highest rated thing on Wednesday night. So they're going to have, they're going to keep AEW at least on Wednesday. They're going to, if they get raw, they're going to have raw on Mondays. And then what else? Um, they'll probably get rid of, they're, they're going to get rid of rampage. There's, there's no, there's no need for it at this point. It doesn't do anything on Friday nights. And it then just, if they get, if they get raw, they're also probably going to get NXT on Tuesdays because that's part of the USA network. Well, no, no, no. NXT went to CW, remember? Oh, did it? Oh, yeah, you you don't you didn't hear that? Yeah, CM uh, CW picked up. They announced this a couple weeks ago that NXT is going to the CW, which is interesting to me because here's the thing. You see how SmackDown does, right? And you see how you see how it does on Fox. On SmackDown does on Fox. 
SmackDown on Fox is a local channel that everybody picks up for free. They just put their goddamn antenna on and they can watch it for free. We all know this. So, and I should say Friday nights too. So if you, by putting like, putting it on the CW NXT, it's going to do higher ratings because a lot of localities have a CW channel that's local. So um, I think a lot of people are, I think a lot of people would watch it on CW because there's nothing on Tuesday nights really. But getting back to Raw, Tony, for example, was asked about this during the ROH press conference and he was like, oh, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he he that yeah it does yeah it doesn't bother me that he goes and loses his mind on Twitter when when WWE does stuff. He's just he's ridiculous. He I get it because like if I had that kind of money, yeah, I would I'd be a pro, I'd want to play wrestling Booker too. But I feel like sometimes he's too much of a fan when he makes these matches because shit doesn't make sense ninety percent of the time. Like this, this fucking gold, this tournament, this Continental Classic match tournament thing they have going on. But what, what's it for? Like I, I don't get, I don't know what it's for. What's like, what's the point? And he just, he just doesn't make sense with the stuff he does. I'll, I'll, like, I'll give you one better. Why are you introducing a new title on Ring of Honor? Like, see, like I, I just don't. I just, like you bury you basically bury Jay White. Like you're this storyline with the devil being it's probably gonna be Jack Perry and people are gonna lose their ever loving shit about it. Um or if it's him, I swear to god if if Tony Khan's the devil, dude, oh my god. Oh my god! And I can just see it. It was me, MJF. It was me. And then someone will be like, "Yeah, uh, WWE did this before." And then uh, Tony will be like, "They went and stole my idea when when going to the future, then going back in the past." I'm Tony Khan. Dumbass. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is you're a fan of Tony Khan? Gotcha. Okay. I'm as much of a fan of Tony Khan as Bruce Pritchard and uh, Eric Bischoff are of Dave Meltzer. Mm. And if you listen to anything with Conrad Thompson and those two, you'll know how much they love Dave Meltzer. Isn't his name Mesker or something like that? I don't know. No, Um, fuck Dave Meltzer. So it's funny. It's funny you talk about Dave because the other day, I think it was a week or two ago, he said that after after CM Punk came in, he somebody asked him was like, Dave, who's your Booker of the Year? And he said Triple H. <laughs> so obviously, obviously, you know, he he knows that AEW is not doing bad, not doing well. Um, I mean, it, it's. It's just, listen, one of these podcast episodes, I think me and you should just go into depth of just talk about AEW the whole time and just say like, hey, this is, this is the, this is the things that they need to change. I mean, we kind of did that on episode one of the podcast, but I kind of think going into detail about like what exactly would make AEW successful is something that I think needs to be done because honestly, Tony just does not do a good job and he just needs to learn to um, do a better job. Honestly, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I can't deal with it right now. I can't. Um, <laughs> I just can't with him. Like, you know, just get some writers let them do what they do in AE, what they do in AEW, what they do in WWE, and just let them write storylines. Your show will go shoot up in ratings so far that 
it won't worry. It, it, you'll be on the level of WWE. That's that's just the point, the fact of it. Um, oh, that's the other thing too. You know, we were kind of talking about how um, AEW was going to make what was it? I think 170 million. We said it was. Now what? Um, there's a there's a Twitter account that um, Wrestling Economics or something like that um, was saying that. Tony would have to do well on the next Tony on the next Tony on the next TV deal for him to um, actually make a profit this year. So that just tells me, Oh, and, and that was the other thing too, is they lost a shitload of money on ticket sales or not ticket sales, t-shirt sales. Um, so I think the, the last part of what they got from getting collision probably was part of the money that they were making in that 170 million. And then Wembley stadium, that pay-per-view was where they made a lot of money too. So, um, yeah, AEW is not doing well right now, Tony. And I, and I don't think, I don't think they're going to do well. I think the only thing that's doing well is ROH. And that's because somebody else is probably running it. They definitely, they definitely did exactly what WCW did, but way faster and way more extreme. The the whole hiring, I guess, many ex WWE guys as they could, and that and I get because you want name recognition, you want people to take you seriously and like be like, oh shit, like you want him to be, you want like those names to be there, you know, like. That's why it made sense when Chris Jericho was the first inaugural AEW world champion because, you know, that was that was like a name that every single person knew. Any any wrestling fan, casual or hardcore, oh yeah, I know, you know, yeah, Chris Jericho, everyone knows Jericho. You know, and then that was a good move. But then every single WWE guy that was contract was up came Along with a with AEW, Moxley, Cesaro, Danielson, uh, Swagger, you know, like all these guys. I'm, you know, Christian Edge. You know, I'm sure fucking Kurt Angle was able to wrestle. Damn sure that Tony Khan would have offered him anything to come over and you know wrestle. The only reason Hulk Hogan's not there is because Tony Khan hates him and banned him for life from AEW. You know, but like you got the big show who doesn't even do anything and he's over there. Yeah, Mark Henry who's who's over there not doing anything. You know, like why why are you hiring all these ex WWE guys and like half of them aren't doing anything? You know? The late great Luke Harper was you know, God rest his soul, wouldn't I wonder what would have happened with him. I feel like eventually he would have wound up back in WWE. You know, like, just, he, just Tony Khan just, and these ridiculous matches, and, you know, like, like, I, I love, I love a good violent match, you know, I like a good match with, with some blood when it's necessary, but every single week someone's, like, pouring blood all over the fucking ring in AEW, you know, and, like, the stadium stampede match or whatever they had. With Blackpool, Blackpool Combat Club and and Moxley or Ambrose has these fucking like barbed wire sticks, like things sticking out of his head. I'm like, this is so stupid. You know they have like cage matches or like blood and guts matches, and they and they're using like shards of glass. I'm like this is absolutely fucking dumb. You know that's the stuff that like people who aren't wrestling fans. That's the time that they tune in by accident to see w, to see wrestling, or like they just happen to say, "Oh, what's this?" You know, they turn on TV and then they see a guy with fucking taking a screwdriver and stabbing in another guy's head while he's while he's lighting a candle on fire to shoot an exploding rocket up his ass while he DDTs them. You know, and AEW's like, "Yes, that is such good shit," and I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" Like, I don't get it. I mean, I, I think, I think Tony Khan is trying to do way too many things, um, 
at once. And honestly, I mean, I think Tony, what we should do, kind of, um, maybe, maybe sometime in the in the next week or two, is kind of just have a show about AEW and give our thoughts because, you know, there's a lot of things that Tony I think is doing, and one of those things that I think that Tony's doing is he's trying to do too much at once. He's trying to be ECW. He's trying to be WCW. Um, and by the way, I, I don't think I think he's more leaned towards ECW because you see it with all the blood that they try to do in some of these matches. Um, and by the way, there's there's no problem with that. It's just you're trying to be a WCW slash WWE, and there's you're trying to be ECW. Time. There's a place in time for blood in matches. Not every not every match needs to be blood and like pour, like thumbtacks pouring like all over the place. You know, like one of, one of my buddies, for instance. For, it's a little off topic, but it's starting to make sense. One of my buddies always be like, "Oh, Hell in a Cell would be a great match." I'm like, "No, I'm like, no, no, no. Hell in a Cell is necessary for certain matches." He's like. Oh, he's like, I just figured it would be a great blow-off match. I'm like, no, I'm like, Hell in a Cell is a personal match. Like, it is something that is, like, it needs to be settled, and the only place it can be settled is Hell in a Cell. And and I feel like for Tony Khan, every match, ask in his mind, has to be Hell in a Cell, to a degree. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, like, like you said, like every match is ECWS for him, like, Every match has to be that big, like look what look at this match, look how extreme I can do it. Like it has to be a five star, blow your mind match. No, like some matches can be two stars. It tells tells a slow story to begin with, you know. Like not everything has to be main event, like lights on and everything. And I feel like, but well, that's his issue. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I just, by the way, I, I have to mention, because I was thinking as you were saying that about Hell in a Cell, I love the fact that Triple H is like, oh, no, this should be a match. This shouldn't be a pay-per-view. Because, it, it like you were saying, it, it's more of a personal thing. It's not, oh, so we're just going to have a pay-per-view and we're going to face somebody in the, the Hell in a Cell. No, 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 no. I'm tired of your shit. Or... I can't beat your ass, so I'm going to throw you in a hell in a cell so nobody can fucking interfere. Um, it, it It is more personal, and it should be more personal. Tony just, I, I think, just doesn't understand how to do it. And he, yes, he's a fan that's doing this. And yes, you guys caught fire. But there's a reason why Cody Rhodes left. And I think this is the reason why Cody had left. Because he saw the writing on the wall. He saw that, you know, Tony was taking this into his hands too much and not letting these other people do what they're supposed to do. And, you know, when he started to get away from, you know, just what AEW was doing in the beginning, it just started going downhill. And that's the thing. Like, if you don't have a storyline, if you're not sucking me in, your ticket sales are going to go down like we see at AEW shows. And then you're done. And you can you can have you can have what, dynamite and uh, ring of honor all you want on the same night. People are ended, are leaving after dynamite's over and not even watching the ROH matches. So you know you're doing way too much at the same time. And that's another thing too that I can talk about, including that is is Ring of Honor, his treatment of that. Um, but oh, and and I recently saw today or yesterday, he um, CW offered him a deal and he turned it down, so they could have had Ring of Honor on TV again, yet he said no. So that again, it's like you're sitting here, you're looking at it, and you're going, huh, okay. Why are you doing it this way? Icarus is flying too close to the sun. He thinks he's untouchable. Meanwhile, Triple H has watched. That's that's the difference between him and Triple H. Like Hunter has watched everything that like Vince did right and what mm-hmm. Vince did wrong. 
And I feel like that's like the biggest advantage that he had is like, also, you know, like Triple H had a vision too. And he, like, I watched, uh, I want to say it was Thy Kingdom Come, like the Triple H story. Um, and he talks about like how, when he was in WCW, he asked, he's like, so what's your training? Like he was learning about the power plant, learning about like the training facility and like stuff like that. So he, I think he like takes, I didn't see a lot. A lot of what I see in the performance center is in a tribute to what WCW and the power plant had prior to like WWE and stuff. Because WWE never really had like a whole training facility, like a whole training developmental thing. So like, I feel like that's a huge advantage that Hunter has on, on him. and just you know just being smarter and being married to the most ten of times ever. Oh, Stephanie. Oh, I could I could go on a whole fucking hour rant about Stephanie. Mm, I, I'm sure you could, but we don't have an hour. <laughs> right, this old man's got to wake up for work soon. Yeah, yeah, you do. You are old. Anyways, um, I think we can leave it there. I think we've we've talked about a lot of the good stuff. Um, one thing that I think that we should start doing, Tony, and I think this would be great, is. We should probably point out one match a week or, you know, because we do this semi-weekly or it might turn into weekly. Um, I just kind of want to, I want you to kind of like, you come up with your favorite match of the week. I'll come up with my favorite match of the week. Hell, if we end up coming in matching that, (laughs) matching, if we, if we uh, agree on the same match, we'll just talk about it in the same time. But um, I think that would be a great thing to do too, because I, I think, you know, WWE especially has some really good matches going on right now. And, you know, we need to point these out. I 100% agree. I definitely am down to do that. And also, you know, like, right now for me, it's rumble season. I'm in rumble mode. What would you, for someone who's never watched, like, a rumble, what what Royal Rumble pay-per-view and or match or Royal Rumble match, would you have them watch? For me, it would be the 2000 Royal Rumble. The street fight between Cactus Jag and Triple H is off the charts. Amazing in Madison Square Garden. You also have the tables match between the Dudleys and Hardys. You have a triple threat match with Jericho, Holly, and uh, China for the Intercontinental Championship. You have the <laughs> actual... Royal Rumble itself, you have tag team title match between the Outlaws and the APA. All around a great, great Rumble. It's one of my favorites. Definitely recommend that one. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't remember which Royal Rumble this was. Um, and by the way, it's only, I'm only saying this because of the Royal Rumble match. I thought that was the, that was a really good one. I'm not saying it's the best one, but I think it was one of the, one of the the better ones. Um, it was um, the one where Cena returned and nobody knew that he was returning because he had injured like. Um, Two thousand eight, yeah. In, in was it? Yeah, that one. That one where like he comes out, he's number thirty. Um, I think it's him, Triple H, Batista. Might have been somebody. No, I think it was just those three at the end. Um, and I, it was just it was. It was a great match, you know what I mean? Like, right. But um, I think that's it for this week. Um, Tony, where can they find you and talk to you on socials and whatnot? Uh, on X or Twitter, whatever everyone wants to call it. It's at 89 underscore tones, T-O-N-E-S. Or you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, Lou and Tony. That's my that's my Instagram handle, Lou and Tony. Couple of underscores in there with my just me and my dog. So you can find me on there. Talk to me on there. What about you, Paul? Where can I get you at? Well, you can always find me on Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call it now, at Paul Pascrillo. Um, you can hear me on the Toonami Faithful podcast whenever I do an episode, and um, you can email me. If you want to bitch about this podcast or you want us to add more stuff or whatever, um, 
uh, Paul Pascrillo at ToonamiFaithful.com. And um, also, as far as the podcast goes, you can listen to us on a lot of the podcast apps that's out there. Mainly we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, I believe we are also on some of the other major ones as well. But if there is a podcast app you want to hear us on, because that's your favorite podcast app, let us know. Email me at the email I just used, paulbiscrillo at tunamifable.com, and we will add it up. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's this week's episode of Thoughts on Wrestling. Please uh, please do give your thoughts on our wrestling podcast. And um, also, if you want to hear our episodes every single week on social media, you can listen. You can go to at Geeky Inc. on X, Twitter, or Geeky Inc. Productions on Facebook. Um, I will be posting the episodes there. That is my production company, so I thought, what the hell, I'm going to use it there. So <laughs> it's just sitting there. It needs to be used. So. Why not? Why not get a cheap pop in, right? Exactly. But um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. I'm gonna be controversial. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> Go to your room. Punish. Punish. <laughs>